Um, knock, knock. Guys? Chase? James? Uh, knock, knock. Hmm. Okay. Uh, listeners at home? Knock, knock? Who's there? Who's there? It's just me. Welcome back to Pudwill Summer Break. This is the Up All Night edition. Uh, I am Brent Smith, your only host for tonight. Uh, Chase and James, uh, they have to go to sleep because they have to go to work. So I will be carrying the podcast on my shoulders once again. And for tonight, you know, it's summer. We've been doing the whole summer reading thing. And that's been fun and all, but... We have been missing the key importance of summer break, which is to procrastinate the summer reading, and really you just, like, squeeze it all in to right before you go back to school. So we're going to stay up all night and not read The Fault in Our Stars, and maybe that'll be okay with everyone else, but I think I think it'll be okay if we just do, if we skip one week of the summer reading. Maybe we do a double next week, you know, really make up for it. Mom will be mad. Everything will be okay. So... Actually, if I'm going to stay up, uh, it's currently 11.14. Um, yeah, this is just going to be an excuse for me to go get a soda, so I'll be right back. We're back and ready to go. Um, if you took that moment to, maybe I cut it down, maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's the up all night edition. We get a little, we get a little, we get a little loose over here. Um, if you took that moment to go get yourself a soda, um, if you didn't, pause it, go get yourself one, and then five, four, three, two, one. All right, now you're back. Um, I'm gonna do another countdown. We're gonna crack them over together. All right. All right, poners on three. One, two, three, poners. Yay, poners, yay. I have a uh, Dr. Pepper and cream soda, so just I haven't had this one before, so let's see how it goes. That's really good. That is really good. I'll, I'll go in for a second one. Awesome. All right. 
So I bet you're wondering, if Brent's doing the podcast by himself, yes, it's going to be a great episode, but what's he going to do about? Is there going to be a podcast suggestion in the first half? Is there going to be a podcast in the second half where he does funny voices? Uh, yes and no. So, I thought this is probably the greatest opportunity for me to pull off an audio-only mukbang. So, I might get some flavor shots of this Dr. Pepper later on in the episode. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because the true victory of the true victory of an audio-only only mukbang would be with Chase and James doing it with me, truly then would that be the success. And so, really, I have a suggestion from Michael, and he suggested that I do a start-to-finish D&D character. So we're going to go through the process. I have it printed out. You can hear it shuffling around. Got a little... Here, I'll do the whole, like, teacher stacking her papers. There we go some tea and some teacher ASMR um I mean we're gonna start to finish uh I thought about choosing the class and everything and then like fleshing it out but I really think we're gonna do everything start to finish other than wait for the printer to print because uh whenever you put the printer on a timer it just doesn't work that is a part of the universe so let's just let's just really get in to uh to tonight's episode of Poodle Summer Break Couple Night Edition. Alright. So, let's go to the internet. Pull it up in a separate window. Don't want to close Audacity because then it's going to, the moment I turn my eye on it, it's going to stop recording. And then I'm going to pull up the list of classes. Here we go. I'll be playing 5th edition because I like fun. Um, well, first, here, one second. Let me get out my dice. Some are plastic, some are metal. The plastic ones I got a couple years ago. The metal ones I got for my birthday from my sister. And they are very nice. They come in their own bag. In, in my bigger bag, but also with that, I have a D100. No, this is not the two D10s that you use to make percentage. This is a 100-sided ball, uh, and it's beautiful, and might be the first steps humanity has ever come, or the closest humanity has ever come to a perpetual motion machine, because if you roll it, you have to stop it. It's not going to stop on its own. It will fall off the table, and it will shatter the tiles that it lands on because it is an indestructible orb of chaos. Um, we're just going to rest it on 100. There we go. Yeah, that's looking nice. All right. Get out my, my dice. Oops, that was a little loud. That was a little loud. It's going to get loud rolling them, so prepare for audio levels to be balanced. Yeah. Alright, set those down. Now I'm a I'm a 
power gamer. So I like to rest all of my dice on their highest number and let them charge. But um, we don't have the time for that, you know. Just because we're up all night doesn't mean we have to waste the time counting all the different dice. Alright, here we go. Alright. So I think we should start with a good old d20 roll of uh, odds, male, evens, female. Here we go. Oh, and we're just going to go on honor rule. I'm not going to be lying to everybody and make a, a, a completely overpowered, like, orc fighter with 20s and everything. So, here we go. Or 18s and everything. That's a three. So we are male. Let me make that mark. This one's a boy. Alright. Now let's pull up character classes. Bingo bongo. I can't find a list that has all the expansions. Where it has uh, Artificer and... Um, we're not going to do Mystic. Mystic's not real. Um, Unearthed Arcana is pretty great, especially for Ranger. Made Ranger fun. Um, okay, so I guess it is just Artificer and then Critical Roles, um, Blood Hunter. So that makes it 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 13, 14. Hmm. Uh, since there's a lot of different artificers, let's just go with the core 12. So, never mind everybody. Ba -ba -da -ba, ba -ba 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 -ba. Um, they're listed alphabetically. Barbarian to wizard. I'll roll a d12. The most zany of the dice. And see what I get. That's a one. We're making a barbarian. Okay. Class Barbarian. And that deserves a uh, a sip from the Dr. Pepper. Cheers, everybody. That's really good. Uh, not an. Not a sponsor, but if they want to pay me, I will I will cash out. Um, Boners has been a good run, but the moment I make a dollar, I'm out of here. Okay, um, we have a male barbarian. Feeling good, feeling good. Now let's roll for race. See, I could be choosing everything, but I feel like it's better to uh, kind of talk about the background and everything else. It's like, where do we want to take this? So, I, I want to leave the the outskirts of the selection factors up to chance, and then we can really find who this person is once they've been given to us later. Alright, so, we'll keep that one, and then we're going to D&D &D, 5E Races. Mm. How many times have I typed that out? Wrong website. There it is. Okay. Two, four, six, eight. Can't count. I lost count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Alright, we're rolling a d10. 
Rerolls on 10. Like it's on 0. Dragonborn to Tiefling. Here we go. That's a 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. And it's a gnome. But what gnome are we going to be? That is a good question. Do we want to be a regular gnome or a rock gnome? I have to roll for it again. Alright. Get out the d20. Odds for regular, evens for rock. That's a 9. So we are a regular gnome. We just got gnomed. Alright. Uh, ability score. Plus 2, 2 intelligence. Mark that. Age. Same as humans. Sweet. Mm. We can live to 350 or almost 500 years. So... Let's just choose a... Mm. Twenty-one or twenty-two. Well, it says they mature at forty. So let's do a forty to one hundred roll. I don't know how I'd measure that. So if I get under forty, they're forty. Here goes the D one hundred. Thank you, laptop, for stopping it. Ninety-five. We're ancient. Ninety-five years old. Okay. Uh, player name, Pudwill. That's good. See, this is our character. Together. Ooh, character alignment. Okay. We're gonna have to roll another d10. Alright, let me pull up the character alignment block. Typically, I don't play evil characters because it's hard to play an evil character without being a murder hobo. So, D&D, character, alignment. How am I faster typing with one hand uh, versus two? My seventh grade ca uh, computer teacher will never be able to answer that question. All right. Lawful, good, neutral. Oh yeah, so lawful, 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 good, neutral, evil, neutral, chaotic. Okay, okay. The good old crossing over. Here we go. And rerolls on zeros and five. Reading top left to. Oh, that's true neutral. Alright. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Alignment. True. Neutral. Experience points. Um, yeah, 69 EXP. Because why not? I think that's still enough to be level 1. Um, ooh, you know what? Screw that. We're going to roll a d20 and see what level we are. I told you. Up all 9 edition. It's full of fun ideas. And they just, they just happen as they go. Here we go. D20 roll. Level one. Um, I'm gonna call a mulligan on that because that's super lame. 
There we go, level 10. That's a fun level. Experience points, level 10. background and barbarian subsection we need to choose I think we need to go back to gnome for a second alignment size speed 25 all right oh, I wrote plus 25 what is it over zero yeah 25 feet Dark vision. Nice. I love seeing in the dark, but everything's grayscale. Advantage on intelligence saves. Advantage on. Wait, not proficiency. I'm bold in proficiencies. I need to write advantage. Intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. So just not the physical ones. That's cool. Um, languages. Common and gnomish. Wow. Now I know how to say you got gnomed in gnome. Uh, which is kind of a flex and I'm okay with it. Alright. So now we're going to barbarian back. Again, uh, we get a D12, so we got 10 of them, so D12. Health is 12 plus con mod, so we got 12 plus con, and then, uh, let's just, let's just choose the the middle of the road seven plus con mod per every level plus so it's for this one it will be seven plus con times ten beautiful which equals I don't know because I haven't done constitution yet um <clears throat> proficiencies uh Light armor, light and medium, okay. Which is weird, because if you wear armor, you don't get your health buff. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe they want it. But I also get a shield, or I can use a shield. Simple and martial weapons, cool. You know, I haven't ever played a barbarian. Um, I just got done playing a rogue. Where I was a um, seven-year-old boy, it was pretty fun. Um, he was a kleptomaniac for rocks. Um, kind of became a bit, and I might have started bleeding into real life because I've st I actually do have a rock collection now. So I don't know. Uh, saving throws, proficient in strength and con. There we go. And if I can get like it, actually, if I can get a dexterity bonus, my saving throw is going to be. Proficient, dex, proficient, advantage, advantage, advantage. So, yeah, this 95-year-old gnome is 
balling out of control at the moment. Okay. Now, I haven't done my background yet, but I can choose two from Animal Handling Athletics, Intimidation Nature, Perception Survival. So I'm going to give this a little dash so I don't have to flip back and forth later. That's a pro tip. Intimidation. Nature Perception. Survival. I also had a bard who had really high wisdom for some reason. I think I made wisdom his second highest stat. So perception was... I think it was like a... It was between 20 and 25. And I, I might have abused it harder than I should have. Tori was just... Hey DM, what is, what is this guy doing? Roll for perception. And it's just like, well, I'm gonna get a really good plus because I took proficiency and, and everything else. And so... No one was doing any funny business within eyesight of me. Which, they just started doing funny business around corners. Which, you know, makes sense. Ah, yum. Um, hmm. Equipment. Okay. Great axe or martial melee weapon. Hmm. Um... Alright, here we go. Rolling for it. And odds for A, evens for B. It's a 19. We got a great axe, son. Mark that down. Makes sense for the barbarian to have a great axe. Now I'm doing two hand axes or a simple weapon. Same rules, A, B. That's a natty 20. We're getting any simple weapon. So, we'll pull that up. We also get explorers packing for javelins. And my first character was a dragonborn paladin. Um, just the regular oath. Um, that you just like, the, the free oath basically because I hadn't bought any books or anything. And so, uh, I started the game and I didn't have any javelins and we went up against an archer group, and I was really just sitting there through that combat, and they are just like, when we get back to town, we need to get you some javelins, and... Excuse me, that, that Dr. Pepper got me. Um, I don't think I ever hit anyone with those javelins, but I did have something to throw at the enemy. To at least keep Brent entertained, if not to have Nimitz um, hit someone. Uh, okay, so... Pull up the Great Axe get its stats, pull up the simple weapon chart or list or D&D 5e booyah weapons here we go alright, great axe 1d12 slashing heavy two-handed okay gotta use both hands because it's big which makes sense all right javelin where'd you go 1d6 piercing nice thrown with a 3120 range 
Wow. Get it so far away. Okay. And now we need to get... I already forgot. Any simple weapon. Um, simple weapon. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Alright. Javelin is on there. But I'm just going to roll a d10. And see which one we get. Zero is ten, technically. It's a two. I got a dagger. Alright. Dagger is... 1d4 piercing. Finesse. Light. Throne. Of a 2060. I forget what finesse means, but that's okay. Fun stuff. Okay, attack bonus will come into play when I get my proficiency and strength numbers. Uh, proficiency for 10 is... Don't know. Not even going to guess. Alright. Next on the barbarian list. Here it is. Level 10. Proficiency bonus. Plus 4. Whoa. Yeah. Alright. Rage. Unarmored defense. Reckless attack. Danger sense. Primal path. Ability score. Improvements. Extra attack. Fast movement. Path feature. Feral instinct. ASI. Brutal critical. What? Hmm? One die? Don't know what brutal cr critical is, but I'm about to use it. And then level 10 is another path feature. We have four rages, and our rage damage is a plus three, so... Let me write that down. Hmm. I do have a spell sheet, but barbarians don't have a spell sheet, so on the back of the spell sheet, I'm gonna write down, uh rage information as it comes to it okay let's move through here we go rage bonus action advantage okay this is going to take a minute to copy down all that so i'll just put how many i have and i will write down a hyperlink that's what i'll do i'll take this piece of paper and hyperlink it okay Rage, big underline. Um, four squares that I'll go over in pen that can be marked down. Okay. An armored defense. Yeah, that's what I need. My AC is 10 plus dex plus con. If I'm not wearing armor, um, we're just going to do that because wearing armor costs money and it's lame. Um, and it usually makes your AC goes down when you do that. Danger sense at level two. Just, I know where everything is. No one can hurt me because I'm a barbarian and I live for the battle. So I always know what's happening even when we're not in battle. Reckless attack. I can just go ham, but if I miss, I get hurt worse or they hit me. They're easier to hit me. Primal Path. Here we go. Level 3. Level 3 Primal Path. I need to choose my section. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Primal Paths. 
Berserker? Oh, there's got to be more than that. Alright. Let's go find them. D&D 5e. Barbarian. Primal. Paths. Yeah. Yeah. found them. <clears throat> there's eight currently. Uh, there's more, but, you know, expansion books have given us eight. So, eight's good enough for me. You can use that D8. You get two pyramids butt to butt. And number five, that is alphabetically one, two, three, Four, five, the Storm Herald. Mmm. Okay. So at level three, we get Storm Aura. I'm gonna write that down. Oh, yeah. Um. When you select this path at third level, you emanate a stormy, magical aura while you rage. The aura extends 10 feet from you in every direction, but not through total cover. Alright, so when I'm, I'm just like... Okay. There's different auras. Desert, sea, and tundra. Okay. Do I have to choose one, or I get one of the three um i choose them awesome nope nope yes yes they just worded it very weird all right so i get to choose between the three when it happens uh, it's gonna be the effect saving throw is eight plus proficiency plus con so eight plus four plus con so it's going to be 12 plus whatever my constitution mod is, but we don't know that yet. I'm kind of putting that off because I don't want to have crappy rolls, and I'm just putting it off because it might be bad. Alright, let's go ahead and get into level 6 and 10 of this one. Storm Soul. It's 6th level. The Storm Soul grants you benefits even when your aura isn't active. The benefits are based on the environment you choose for your storm aura, desert, sea, or tundra. Um, oh yeah, from level three it was doing damage to people, uh, and then in this one it's more resistances that I just always have, which is really good. So let me write that one down. Storm soul. All right. And then Shielding Storm at level 10. It's at level 10, you learn to use your mastery of the storm to protect others. Each creature of your choice has the damage resistance you gain from the storm soul feature while the creature is in your storm aura. Awesome. Wait, does that mean I have to choose one of them? Only one of them? Alright, so let's go back to the top. So in fact, the activates when you enter rage and you can activate the effect again on each of your turns bonus action choose one of the three 
your aura's effect depends on that chosen environment as detailed below. You can change your environment choice whenever you gain a level in this class. Okay. So I'm locked in at every level. I choose Desert Sea or Tundra. Okay. So for level 10, I'm going to have to choose one of them. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. So I have to go through them. Alright. Desert is 2 fire damage. It increases at every level. C is... Uh, choose someone you can see that is also in your aura. They make a dex save. They take 1d6 lightning on a fail. Half on success. Damage goes up at different levels. Tundra. I choose a creature to gain two temporary hit points as icy spirits inure it to suffering. So that's pretty cool. Um, or they're just like Russian ghosts or just like, hey, don't get hurt. And then the temp HP goes up at different levels. Um, Storm Soul has for us desert is resistance to fire. So you don't have to worry about heat or extreme heat in Dungeons Master Guide. So I guess it'll be good like if you're in the desert and you're just like, oh no, I'm going to get heat exhaustion. And then you just don't. Okay. Uh, as an action, you can touch flammable objects that isn't being worn or carried by anyone else and set it on fire. Oh, wait. So, so I can pick up a chair set it on fire and now I just have a flaming chair as a 95 year old gnome I just do that as an action so every 6 seconds I can set a chair on fire as long as it's not being worn or carried by someone else we might be going desert everyone that might just be my goal is to set someone's chair on fire while they're sitting in it or right before they sit in it um that sounds pretty good c gain resistance to lightning and you can breathe underwater crap that's awesome swimming speed of 30 feet okay breathing underwater is pretty dope tundra resistance to cold who who could have guessed it you don't suffer effects of extreme cold more of it is an action. You can touch water and turn a 5 foot cube of it into ice, which melts after 1 minute. This action fails if a creature is in the cube. Yeah, that kind of, that's not fun. Like, sure, you can make a 5 foot cube of ice, which is cool, but you can't. It, it melts in 1 minute. It just does. It just stops being ice. And if someone's in the cube, it doesn't work. So we're going desert. Writing that down. We're a, uh, we're a desert gnome, you know. See, that's... Okay, so here's the thing. We might go, like, a trickster background or something, because I just... I really want to roleplay this, like, gruff male. 95-year-old male. And so it's like, he, he matures at 40, like a human. And so we're going to be, like, a... We're going to be an adult for longer, because we can live super long. But this is going to be like, 
at least comparable to like at least like early 60s so it's like you're not gonna be terribly old but i'm gonna be unsuspecting you can be unsuspecting can i walk into a bar might be a little dusty because the the desert is my aura and then i'm going to i don't have to be enraged just as an action i can touch a flammable object wood catches fire and bar stools in the forgotten realms bet they're wood and if it's not being worn or carried and i know that's not on someone's backpack they're gonna go to sit down and they're gonna sit down and fire and then in gnomish i'm gonna i'm gonna yell you just got gnomed and uh i probably go to jail but i'm 95 what's what's jail to uh, an insane old man all right so that's pretty cool and then shielding storm uh protect others cool yeah right and protect others from my awesome pranks great I love it I love it I love it fast movement at level 5 uh, go up 10 alright cool 35 feet movement now I can run away from the cops even faster feral instinct at level 7 my instincts are honed so that I have advantage on initiative rolls. That's what I like to see. No one goes before me. Except for when I get double ones. Alright, and then at level 9, brutal critical. Here it is. I can roll one additional weapon damage die when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. Okay, so I crit... So depending on your house rules, it's double the damage dice physically or dub double the damage numerically. So if you roll with my great axe, it's 1d12. I'll either roll 2d12 or I'll roll 1d12 and double it and then add my damage at the end. Um, or, and then this is saying, if with that, I will add one more damage die so it will be two and so they will ask do I do 4d12 or 2d12 times two and that's a question for your DMs at home everyone respect your DM bring them uh, star crunch bars or something those are good um yep what's barbarians level 20 primal champion 20th level, you embody the power of the wilds. Your strength and constitution scores increase by 4. Your maximum for these scores is now 24. Whoa. So you can get a plus 7 to strength and con. That's good for your final battle. For your final battle. Because now your AC is up and your strength is up. And that's kind of like everything a barbarian's about. That is That is a good thing. Yeah, so. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm not rolling for stats yet, so it's time to do a background. 
Alright, FBI background check. D&D, uh, &D, 5E. Back. Grounds. They go. Where'd they go? Um, these aren't official, or at least kind of official. Okay. Oh, there's so many. Oh my goodness. There's so many. Should I just choose one that like? works well with them. Hmm. Wow. People really like to make up backgrounds. None of these are like official lists of backgrounds. Sixty or so official backgrounds? What? What? Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. Regular options, regular options. One, two, three, four. Oh, there's an ad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen, huh? Okay, um. Well, with that, we're going to make a, uh, should I just say don't do one? No, I want, we're just going to roll a d20, and if it's not one of those numbers, we're rolling again. 1 through 13. Hey, it's a 7. Well, that worked out. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. We're a hermit. That works out for me. Let me just come back here. Hermit. So with this, we get medicine and religion. Alright, that works. That is none of the ones that the barbarian gives us. So we're gonna have to still choose two of those instead of ruling them out. We get a herbalism. That's right, herbalism. Does your DM let you use a, an herbalism kit to make um, Stabilization checks if you're proficient in it and also proficient in medicine because if they don't ask them to It makes the herbalism kit actually useful for anything other than nothing else. Ooh, I get a new Language Yep, rolling for languages. Let's go find it We'll also get a scroll case Stud stuffed stuffed full of notes from your studies or prayers hmm a winter blanket 
a set of common clothes, an herbalism kit, and five gold pieces. I'm wealthy. I got like $500. Okay, um... Oh yeah, languages. Well, that's what I was doing. And we're gonna remove gnomish and common. Alright, uh Ooh, exotic languages. Alright, I'm a I'm a herm I'm a I'm a hermit, so I might have like stumbled onto some really like messed up stuff that made me seclude myself. So we're gonna roll to see if I did get into something that was exotic. So it's gonna be odds for, what do they call it, standard? Yeah, odds for standard, evens for exotic. It's, it's an odd. Okay. So we need to subtract common and gnomish, so that leaves one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, rolling a d6, alphabetical, that's a two. Elvish. We're gonna rock it out with the elves, so we're both gonna live for forever, and we can both pull sick pranks on um on all the humans. Okay, so what's next? Don't need language. Hmm. Do we want to? No, I have my own take on uh, personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws. Okay. Barbarian has been settled. Well, at least Path of the Storm Herald. Here, I'll write that down. Alright. Woo! Don't need weapons. Do I need gnome? I'm like three to four feet tall. I average about 40 pounds. My size is small. That's probably important. That's probably important. That's right. I got the character details page. Whoever prints that out. Age, 95. Height, um, between 3 and 4 feet. So we're going to roll odds. Um, well, no. We're gonna start at three, and then roll a d12. And if it's a 12, then we're gonna do like three feet, 12 inches, which is four feet. If it's a, if it's a yeah, we're just gonna do that. So it's gonna be three, one to four. We're three, seven, everybody. Look at us go. Wait, just gonna go with that 40 pounds. Eyes, um, we're a gnome, so, um, let's go with some vibrant blue eyes. Skin, uh, wait, no, 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 what am I doing? What am I doing? I just look up the you've got gnomed guy. Here we go. You just got 
gnomed. Ooh, looking it up, I just got gnomed. <laughs> uh, he's kind of creepy. Oh yeah, he's real creepy. I don't like this guy. All right, here's a close-up of his face. Yeah, he's got pale white skin. His hair, just gray. And then his eyes, brown. Okay, that was easy. I do have a red hat and a blue, um, blue shirt on. So let's write that down. Red hat, blue shirt. Oh crap, was it brown or black shoes? History, recent clothes, you just got gnomed. Bring them up again. It's black shoes. Incredible. Brown pants, black shoes. That's what it is. Um. Roll for stats, calculate everything that goes into, and then do personality, ideals, bonds, flaws, and name. Mm. Yep, we're we're, sa we're saving numbers for last. I mean, we gotta we gotta save numbers for last. So for personality traits, I mean we've already been discussing him a little bit. He's a little bit of a trickster. but a lovable scamp. You, you hate it when he gets you, but you love the, um, the satisfaction you see in his eyes when he gets you, so you keep him around. His ideals, um, kind of a two-edged sword. It's both... He's there to make sure other people are having fun, but he kind of has the party don't start till I walk in mentality. So he's trying to help people have fun, but he has an ego about it. So, party don't start till I walk in. And then also wants everyone to enjoy themselves. Awesome. Bonds. Um, hmm. I'm not really good with bonds. Let's see. What's something he's, what's something he's passionate about? What's something that's like keeping him going? What's keeping him going? He's a trickster, lovable scamp. Probably don't start till I walk in, but I want everyone to enjoy themselves. Um, he needs the money for clown college. That's it. But also, he knows that going to clown college is a little bit of like a escapism for him. So if it doesn't go to clown college, he uh, 
he's really going on these adventures. He needs to pull through. The reason he needs to live. The reason his team members need to live. Uh, is what they can go to clown college with him? No, that's dumb. Um, and so his brother, back home, who's keeping up with the family business, can retire. That's what it is. Um, pay for brother's retirement. And then in parentheses, family business. Family owned business. If I put family business, I might forget and be like, oh, it's family problems. But maybe that's why I, that's maybe where I became a hermit. It's because I was like, I'm not, I'm not running the gnome factory. Family owned business. So what business do they own? That's a good question. We'll think about that later. His flaws. Here we go. Maybe one of my favorite parts. I need to pull up. I do have it bookmarked because I like doing this. Um, it is the list that I found of 100 fears and phobias. Yep. I just have a list of fears and phobias as well as curses and something else. What was the other one? Yeah, no, that's it. Fears and phobias and curses. Uh-oh. This page no longer exists. Okay. Um, hopefully I spelled that right. Entity list sounds like a lot. So I might just do like top 100. Top 100 most crippling fears. Number one. Fear itself. Number two, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Ultimate top 100 phobias. Thank you. Cure joy. I'm gonna roll the D100. I'm trying to take a sip of my sodi pop. Alright, here we go. That's a 63. Let's scroll down to number 63, shall we? Mataphobia. The intense fear of moths. Though moths are harmless, people with this phobia perceive them as evil and dangerous creatures, which leads to anxiety attacks. They avoid stepping out of the home, especially during summers when moths are present everywhere around. Yeah, so it was probably me as a kid, but I mean, I know I knew moths were harmless then. I just didn't want them up in my face because they really like to get in your face, especially on their porch in the summer. Yeah. So, Mataphobia. So now I'll roleplay like if there's moths around, I'll kind of be like a little more silent or sketchy—not sketchy, but like dodgy about some stuff and if I fight a monster that has what I would call moth-isms or like is moth-like I'm giving myself disadvantage for the fight just for that um, so with this I do believe it's time for the name thought I was about to say numbers but it's name time uh, well everything else has two things I might just give him a second fear 
No, no, not fierce. And he's a flaw. He's like a bad trait. Um, takes jokes too far. That's easy. Takes jokes. Ooh, what if I said he can't take a joke? That's it. He can dish, but he can't take. Nice. That's good. Alright, now it's time for the name. Um, does the gnome guy have a name? Is that cheating? You got gnomed name. The Noggin Gnome. So I guess we can, wait, his actual name is Noggin Cloth. Clontith? Noggin Clontith? Well, that was easy. Alright. We're doing complete intellectual property theft over here at Pudwell. Yeah. N-O-G-G-I-N-C-L-O-N-T-I-T-H. You've been gnomed. Time to roll stats. And I'm not going to do point by. I'm going to do uh, roll 46. Drop the lowest. That's your number. And to not be anxious, or not be anxious, but to be obnoxious and like make it super loud, I'm gonna roll four plastic ones instead of my metal ones. Alright, uh, drop the one, three, six, ten. So I got the ten, and I'm gonna place them, maybe not arbitrarily, but just as they go. Maybe I could roll to put them in different spots, like number one, I'll roll a d6 and see where number one goes and so forth. Drop the one again. Ooh. Six, five, and three. That's nine. That's fourteen. Roll them again. Drop the one again. Wow. That's an eleven. Halfway there. Alright. Now we're dropping a two. Great. Um thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Alright, two more. Drop the one. Oh my goodness. It's three ones and a five. I just... Alright, so that's a seven. Alright, our last one. Drop the one. But it is two sixes and a two. Alright. So, our final... Totals 10, 14, 11, 13, 7, 14. Our intelligence gets a plus two. As a barbarian, we're very um, strength and constitution based. So, hmm. I want to do them randomly. I do. But also, don't want our character to suck. So, we might put that seven in strength or con, and then they're just unusable. So,. I'm put the 14, both 14s in strength and con. So, here we go. So that's going to make them 10 is 0, 12 is 1, 14 is plus 2. So that makes our to hit a plus 6. And our damage bonus. When raging, it's a plus 4. Um, right? No, it's a plus 3. We have 4 of them. And it's a plus 3 damage. Plus 3. 
DMG. Sick. And it's gonna be a um, plus two damage to every hit as well. Alright, alright, here we go. Our constitution is 12 plus 2, which is 14 at level 1. Or, our health. And then 7 plus 2 is 9. 9 times 10 is. We know it's 9 times 9, because we are level 10. 9 times 9 is. Oh, we know we have to do our ASIs. I get two of them. Two ASIs. I might go for feats. Okay, so we'll do health in a minute. We'll, we'll do health in a minute. ASI one. ASI two. Okay, here we go. Um, I don't want our barbarian to be like easily mind controlled. So wisdom. Hmm. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do wisdom is eleven. Dex is 13. Intelligence is 7 plus 2, which is 9. And then Charisma is 10. Because there's fewer intelligence saves. I do believe. But Charisma means we can't be uh, banished. Wisdom makes it harder for them to like thrall us or um paralyze us or something. Alright, so nine is a minus one. Eleven is a plus zero. Ten is a plus zero. Thirteen is a plus one. It goes up on the on the evens. Ten is a zero, so yeah. Okay. So our, our first ASI is going to go to Dex and Intelligence. So ASI 1, I'm going to put plus 1 to, to Dex to make it a 14, which makes it a plus 2. And then hit the Intelligence to make it a 10. So we have no minuses. Looking at it, it's a plus 2, plus 2, plus 2, plus 0, plus 0, plus 0. For a 14, 14, 14, 10, 11, 10. Looking, looking pretty solid right there. Uh, pretty solid. Constitution is still plus two, so it's 14 plus 9 times 9. 81, 85, 95. 95 hit points. We almost broke 100. We almost broke 100. Let me do a little, little math check. 7 plus 2 is 9. 9 times 9 is 81. Plus... 12 plus 2, 95. Yeah, I, I'm... Look, I'm, I'm in college. I know how to add. Simple, rudimentary numbers. Alright, so we never finished up our skills. So with skills, we need to choose two of... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Sounds like we're rolling a d6, and then just going to remove that one. 3 is intimidation all right so now we're gonna have to re-roll on threes that's a one for animal handling awesome and so our passive perception is still just regular old 10 and then everything 
that isn't proficient is just our numbers. Set that is proficient is plus four, so let's write those down. Animal handling is wisdom, which is a four. Charisma, intimidation is a four. Wisdom, medicine is a four. Religion, intelligence is a plus four. Religion and intelligence being weird. I usually, um, at least when I've DM'd, I'll let my clerics change their religion to a wisdom stat. Because if you're a cleric, or a, maybe a paladin, you might get it in charisma. I don't know. That one's weird. But definitely for clerics, letting religion be interchangeable between intelligence or wisdom. Because they're wisdom-based characters. And they're basically priests. So, they should be good at religion stats. Okay. I do think... We just completed a character. We know we need to make the family business, which will come into play with the background. And not just the hermit background, our character's lengthy 28 page background that we sent to our DM and asked them to read it and include it in session zero and in session one and in session two and forever. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know, I like backstories that fit into the group and maybe not just like give me a party scene, but just more like, hey, it's time for us to talk about that character, but it's important to the plot. We're not pulling it aside because I, I don't know, I'm just more there to, to hang out. But every now and then role playing is fun. Um, I also want to look into feats. So let's think of a family business, think of a feat, and then we'll think of a story and then we'll go from there. Okay, um, alright, so, finding the feats from my second ASI, I feel like since I'm a gnome, and I'm, you know, like, I'm the gnomed guy, Fae Touched would work really well, and with Fae Touched, I increase my intelligence, wisdom, or charisma by one, so now my wisdom is a 12 for a plus one. Oh, wrote it wrong. Um, I write the 1 through 20 number in the small bubble and the plus in the big box because I want my, I care about the pluses and the minuses, not the other number. So I want it to be big. You know, that's the correct way to do it. Fight me. Um, so now my passive perception's 11. Yay. And then that means my medicine and animal handling become plus 5. Oh my goodness, Noggin's doing so well. And then the family-owned business is going to be or gardeners, or farmers. You know, gnomes, farmers, everything. Um, no, that's too obvious. Yeah, that's too obvious. Let's go for a subversion. Let's make, um, uh, I have to be able to have, like, trickster upbringings. Um, they own an inn. And I want to always mess with everyone. There we go. Um, just gonna make a in slash tavern because those are the same thing in D and D. All right, time for our background. So I'm thinking this. I'm thinking, you know, grew up, great life. Parents didn't die by some rogue nation. Uh, they are dead, but my brother 
my younger brother. See, I was supposed to inherit the, uh, the family business, and I did. And I ran it for a couple years, and then I ran away. And so now my brother, I left him, you know, some money. But um, when I was fey touched, I uh, really thought that I could, could be more. Oh yeah, also with the fey touch, uh, I get the misty step spell and a first level spell of my choice. But it has to be divination or enchantment, so we'll get back to that later. Um, but yeah, the when I you know figure out how to cast spells, I'm a, a little bit wiser. And then with that, I want to um, go and make something of myself. It has to be a famous trickster. And so uh, I left, ran away, but it was it was more just like being in denial of not wanting to. Uh, settle down and think that this is all that I had like all that life was going to be for me and I felt like his his journey could be that you don't have to do something extravagant to do something special sure he doesn't want to run the family business well he could have passed it to his brother instead of leaving it to his brother or he could have sold it and like there there's many other things instead of running away in denial could have faced it and gotten something better than what you're chasing after right now and so um with that let's let's, let's dig into some spells i'm gonna write down the misty step spell and by that i'm just gonna write i'm gonna write misty step misty step and first level divination or enchantment Alright, spell time, spell time, D&D, 5e, divination spells, at first level, okay, there's a couple of them, how many, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, alright, so there's 12 of those, we might I have to go back and forth on which we choose from, because that can be a d12. But now it's the same thing. Duplicate tab. Go back a little bit and find it for um, enchantment. And I feel like enchantment's going to be more what we're looking for, anyways. At first level, enchantment spells. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay. 26. Hmm. Can't really roll for that. Yeah, we're going to do an odds even. Some of these suck, though. Some of these do suck. Hmm. Let me check the divination ones. The divination ones are kind of cool. Like speak with animals, hunter's mark, detect magic, identify, and that's like the enchantment ones, or at least level one enchantment stuff. It's like bane blessed, that's cool. Charm person, that's cool. But it's like, I don't know, they're okay, I guess. So I'm gonna roll odds divination. Yeah, odds divination evens enchantment. You know, evil even e for e. It's a twelve. We're in enchantment. 
And now there's 14 of them. 15 ups reroll. That's a seven. Easy money. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Dissonant whispers. That one's kind of fun. Come on, get out of here. Whispers. Boom. Dissonant whispers. Some misty steps about like teleporting when things suck. Um, but this is 60 feet visual. I'm um, excuse me, verbal. Instantation, instantaneous one action. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away from you as possible. It'll use all of its speed that allows for you to turn away. The creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground such as a fire or pit on a successful su successful save the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away a deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save how about that this is from the bard spell list and it's only gonna be level one so i don't have to worry about damage increase okay i'm looking over the sheet i did not calculate armor class and then initiative is just proficient no it's just um decks um it's time to get armor class okay 10 plus dex plus con which is 10 plus 4 4a total of 14 there we have it everybody there we have it um yep here we go that's everything noggin clontith path of the Storm Herald Barbarian, level 10, Gnome Hermit, True Neutral. He's got five gold pieces. So, things looking up. He might set your chair on fire, but it's all for the sake of laughter and so that everyone else can have a good time. Alright, so we'll get to the next part of this podcast after the ad. <laughs> Hello, me old chum. I'm not a gnelf. I'm not a gnoblin. I'm a gnome, and you've been gnome.